the expert vet. I'm Tracy Hotchner here with my co-host Dr. Donna Spector in Chicago who is the expert vet. She's a board certified veterinary internist explaining commonplace and complicated medical conditions in dogs and cats. If you'd like to hear more episodes of this show or any of the pet talk radio shows I co-host with experts please go to radiopetlady.com and visit the podcast libraries. The Expert Vet is a production of Pet Media Inc. and Dr. Donna Spector, which are solely responsible for its content. I also produce the philanthropic New York Cat Film Festival, sponsored by Dr. Elsie's Precious Cat, and the New York Dog Film Festival, sponsored by the Petco Foundation, which are traveling the country, celebrating the love between people and their pets, while benefiting local animal shelters that bring them together. There's also an on-demand collection of dog-themed films you can download onto any device. More information is at dogfilmfestival.com and catfilmfestival.com. This show is brought to you with the generous support of Waruva, a family-owned pet food company whose owners want to feed their own pets and yours with ingredients that are good enough for people to eat. All the Waruva canned and pouch foods for cats and dogs come in endless varieties to satisfy even the fussiest pets and use the same care and quality ingredients as food for people. The company name exemplifies the Foreman family's embrace of rescuing animals, naming the company after their rescued kitties, W.E. for Webster, R.U. for Rudy, and V.A. for Vanessa. And they are passionate about good nutrition. Their Caloric Harmony dry food for dogs is formulated on the principle of how the body actually utilizes food and the quality of the protein. You'll find Waruva wherever fine natural pet foods are sold. Dr. Donna, there's a fairly new test that I guess is pretty exciting for, for veterinarians called SDMA for kidney disease. Would love yeah. to know more about it and, and who, who, when and where it gets applied. Yeah, it's, um, it definitely is a, um, a new kind of biomarker that we have for, um, for kidney disease. It's one of those, you know, kidney, the kidneys clear so many things, right? They clear so many toxins, and we're always looking for, like, the perfect test to diagnose kidney disease earlier than when we do. Um, you know, kidney disease in general, dogs have to lose almost 75% of their kidney function, 75% before their blood levels, their traditional blood kidney values go up. Well, there's a lot happening before 75% of your kidneys are lost. And so it's, you know, so there's always been a big push to look, looking for, is there something, a marker that we can isolate that is cleared from the kidney only, no other organ like the liver, anything else is involved in its clearance. And so a couple years ago, the, this SDMA test, and I'm not even going to tell you what it stands for because it's like a crazy long name. I but believe this, it. <laughs> this SDMA is eliminated, like it's in the bloodstream. And it is only eliminated by kidney clearance. So it is a really good biomarker for monitoring the development of kidney disease. And when we compare it to normal, like our normal kidney values in the bloodstream that comes on a basic blood panel, the SDMA increases on average about 17 months earlier than the kidney, than those basic blood kidney values. So, I mean, a year and a half, you know, you're looking at potentially diagnosing early kidney disease in dogs and cats, a significant 
significantly amount of time earlier, you know, up to a year and a half time. So, Which, of course, is a long time in a pet's life who lives so much shorter yeah. than we do. So it's like saying in a human, I don't know, pick a number, 10 years sooner. Right. And and to, just to explain about kidney kidney use or value being lost, can you describe about the calcification and how you actually – the, the 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 soft tissue organ turns to hard calcium? Yeah, and it's not always calcium. A lot of times it just okay. develops fibrous tissue. So okay. there is usually some sort of inflammatory issue going on in the kidney or a, or a mineralization issue or something that has set on the onset of inflammation and fibrosis. So our most common types of kidney disease, honestly, are more inflammatory and fibrotic. There can okay. be minerals then deposited in the kidney after that. But you're right. Essentially, I these see. little kidneys that are soft and spongy to start with start gradually getting firmer, 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 Turn, you know, and they can deposit minerals, and they just stop working as well. Now, one thing about this marker, this SDMA, is, of course, is it is a proprietary test to one lab in the United States. Ah. And so, so of course, the other labs, you know, I mean, they can't, they can't, offer it because it's a proprietary test. So there is, um, and, and that's why I'm also always looking at, there are new normals for kidney values that really we're trying, we as specialists are trying to get veterinarians to adopt across the board. So when you look at your blood panel, and so this is again a reason that I always have pet owners ask their blood work, have yes. a look at things. See what is up with trends in kidney values, trends in thyroid. You know, we've talked about the following your own dog's trends month after month, year after year. So we are trying to encourage veterinarians that the, the values for kidney values that are considered quote-unquote normal, that are in these normal reference ranges, they are simply too high. They are too high. It, it was what these normal values were established on. But we now, with all the research that's been done on kidney disease, we now know that Normal kidney values in at most labs, these kidney values for the creatinine, I'm going to just tell you one of the values that tells okay. us inherently how well the kidney functions is called creatinine. The creatinine for some labs will go up to 2 or even 2.5 on some of these labs and be considered normal. Well, indeed, with all the research that has been done, normal for a dog creatinine should be no higher um, for than 1.4 and Whoa. no higher than 1.6 for cats. And so, so that lab is that lab is selling the, the vet and the owner uh, that it's fine when it's twice as high as it should be to be healthy. Right. So, and in, in and again, we're trying to work with labs and like establish these new normal ranges. But the the educational piece to veterinarians is. If you have any dog, any cat with a, in a dog, a creatinine of 1.4 or higher, a cat 1.6, that cat could truly, or dog could truly have kidney disease and you need to look at it further. So I have a great example of this in an unlikely candidate. Okay. So I had, uh, had at that point, um, a nine month old Weimaraner puppy, female, oh. oh, Victoria, just amazing dog, just cute and completely healthy. She is like the picture of health. So she's coming in to get spayed or to talk about, you know, when she should be spayed right. as a large breed dog. And I said, well, let's get some basic blood work. You know, we just want to screen and make sure to, you know, to look at her va- right. all her values. Right. Which I would encourage even at those young ages everyone to get a baseline. Well, her 
creatinine value was normal. It fell into the normal range, but it was 1.5. And I said to Mr. and Mrs. Victoria's owner, I said, listen, yep. this is – and the other kicker is that puppies should have creatinines less than 1. Okay? Ah. Not even – they're not even as high as adult dogs. They should actually have values significantly lower because they have lots of kidney blood flow. So they should have creatinine values of less than 1. And um, so I said, listen, I really do not like this kidney value. And, of course, they gave me a lot of pushback. She's fine. Look at her. She's healthy. Right, She's like 100%. Right. How can you say she has kidney disease? And I'm like, I'm not saying she, she has kidney disease. Um, and then that SDMA. So I work with a clinic that doesn't happen to use that lab, but I actually sent that SDMA value out, and it was at the high range of normal. It was still within their normal range, but it was high end. And I said, you know, she may not have kidney disease, but I have to look at it further. I would be remiss not to because her creatinine value is above 1.4. I mean, it's just I have to look. So making a long story short, we the look further is you get a urine sample. Is she adequately concentrating her urine? Does she have protein in her urine? Are there other things in there that could indicate kidney disease? And, of course, the answers were yes, yes, yes. Her urine was not concentrating well. She had a lot of protein in there. So anyways, we at the time of her spay, I did go ahead and we did proceed with a spay. I recommended that she get a kidney biopsy. And wow. lo and behold, she has severe, advanced, terrible kidney disease. No. Advanced. I mean, like the, the, the kidney specialist who read the biopsy is like, oh, like we can't believe how bad this dog's biopsy looks. In this young girl. In this very young girl. And she, you know, she just, she had some congenital, so nothing that was really hereditary. It was just like congenital luck of the draw. Part of her kidney just, it was like a kidney dysplasia. Like it never formed properly. And subsequently now I've followed this dog for several months. Um, her kidney values started ticking up immediately. Like they started going up, 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 up. Um, you know, to the point where you're like, wow, this dog is not going to live very long if we don't oh do something. Oh, my God. So I had the fortunate, I mean, this was the most motivated, fantastic client once he had all the information available to him. And I contacted the Animal Medical Center out in New York City for because they are doing stem cell transplants in some of these dogs that have congenital kidney problems because the kind of stem cells that they you can transplant – they inject them right into the kidney artery. No kidding. Non-invasive technique, but they can they can catheterize the kidney artery from a non-surgical approach, and they inject the stem cells right into the kidney artery, and the stem cells get caught up right there in the kidney, right where they're needed, instead of going through like a peripheral vein where they go everywhere, to the lungs, to the skin, to the right. this, to the that. So they're doing this intra-arterial kidney stem cell transplant, and she had the treatment. And she's doing phenomenal. Like her, she is showing improvements in her kidney function and the kidney protein loss. She is improving. So, I mean, this is to me wow. was like one of these examples where I could have easily, any one of us could have easily just brushed it under the rug. Yes, of course. That her creatinine fell into a normal range. Even this biomarker, it was high end normal, but they were still normal values. It just goes to show like, these new normals are so important and these kidney values that we once thought were, you know, okay to be at these levels, they're not. I mean, in, in this, this dogma is changing and I just want everyone out there to know, like, kidney values, if they're, you know, if the vet's like, oh, they're up just a tiny bit, that's a lot. That's a lot of kidney function that has been lost and we need 
and and will continue to be lost. Yeah. It's going to it's going to worsen. Well, this makes me nervous. Well, because I have Weimar runners, but of course, when you have a Weimar runner, it's easy to be nervous about things just because they're so adorable. That's a stupid thing to say. Everyone thinks their dogs are adorable, but you can see things wrong with them because they're you know everything's visible. But of course, you can't see the organs. Right. So it makes me nervous that I don't get urine tests more often. Right. I mean, is that something that that we should take responsibility for as owners since it's not highly recommended by the vet? Right. How often should we do that? I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old well, in, female. In those ages, I would still just do one annually okay. um, because early detection of kidney diseases and various things, and you live in an area where Lyme disease is a possibility, and so picking oh, up yeah. protein in the urine becomes very important. Yes, I mean, blood work, I'll be honest, blood work should not ever be done without a urine sample. That is the complete evaluation of kidney function can never come without a urine sample. So I encourage when I have clients come to see me, you know, I can even start them with like, okay, on the way in, free catch a urine sample for me. If we need to look further, we can, but start with at least just free catching the urine, bringing it in. We'll just make sure it's looking okay in general. If there's a reason to collect a sterile sample, we then do that. But, you know, she was just a perfect example where her blood work did did all fall within normal ranges. But once we got a look at that urine, it was like, holy crap, there is something really going on here. And following that up, I mean, this guy was amazing. He allowed me to do everything I wanted to do. I wanted to biopsy and this and this and that. Wow. And, you know, it's not saying she's going to live a normal life expectancy, but dogs Aww. that have kidney dysplasia, they're often dead by the time they're three or four years old. This, you know, with these stem cells, we're seeing these dogs live Double that, which is amazing. It's unbelievable, and I'm sure that you're going to, you know, there'll be a plaque in your honor somewhere in his house because there he was in the beginning saying, oh, don't be a nervous Nelly. This is a healthy, gorgeous young puppy. And now, of course, is so grateful that you had that insistence and that he had the wherewithal, either he had the money or the pet insurance, to do all that testing. Um, Just to understand stem cell therapy, did they take her oh, own kidney cells, the good healthy no. ones? So what they did is they so they took adipose tissue, which is fat tissue. They actually right. harvested her own fat, which, as you can imagine, on a wine runner, is not easy to find. Um, Correct. But they, they did harvest her own fat cells because those are mesenchymal stem cells come from fat tissue. And so then they grow those mesenchymal stem cells, and they... And, that happens to be the same sort of cell that's in the kidney is a mesenchymal cell. So it's a perfect match. Fat tissue, harvesting fat tissue is a perfect match for um, kidney cell development. So they they insert that directly into the kidney, and the body takes these stem cells and turns them into kidney cells. Because that's where they are in the body, yep. Wow. And does it replace the, the atrophied or, or non-existent or congenitally never was there tissue? No, it doesn't replace it. It just like it just develops into new cells there. So it could be a bigger kidney. Yeah. Would it become physically larger from the stem cells? Probably not, not overtly. Mm-hmm. But it, but it is. I mean, if on you really micro, were to measure a, it microscopically. On a microscopic level, yeah, there's – because in this kidney that has – not developed correctly, there are these big like gaps where there should be something, oh my goodness. but there's nothing. Whoa. You know, so and it fills in the gaps. It fills in the gaps. That's super cool. It, Animal Medical Center in New York, the only nonprofit teaching hospital in the country, veterinary. Mm-hmm. Pretty amazing place. The work they're doing yeah. and how cool that that you could um, that you could avail yourself of it. 
Well, another good piece of information, just one other thing. When, when you give the yearly blood test to your vet and then ask for the copy of it, please, which many of us forget to do, that urine that you bring in, is, is it super important that it be looked at within 30 minutes, not have been refrigerated no, and not, not, have, not for just a healthy well check. Does it matter? Nope, not just okay. for healthy well check. Okay. And then just keeping Terrific. in mind that these kidney values, and it's okay to say to your vet, hey, I know kidney values, you know, there's some new ideas, you know, about what new normal should be. And keeping in mind for dogs, you know, creatinine should be no higher than 1.4 and cats 1.6. And if it is, then it deserves further, you know, further look at. And we have to take responsibility for the fact that vets were told a number twice as high as that. So do not rely on your vet. Not that they're unreliable, but they're going, some of them are going on old information. You yourself have to know these numbers. If anybody is unclear, they can just come back and listen to the show again because you're so clear in explaining it. But I do think that that is a life-changing, potentially a life-changing piece of information. I guess in a way it sounds to me like the way cholesterol used to be looked yeah. at in blood tests right, for humans, right? right? right, right. Where they changed the number that they thought was an okay number or even or even blood pressure. Right. As, new Im- used to think ex- as new information as, yeah. becomes available and we realize how these things play into disease syndromes, I mean, yeah, the, the tolerance of elevations becomes a lot less. I mean, we just know a lot more. I like that. We are intolerant to elevations. Thank you so much, Dr. Donna. This is really great information. And how nice for Victoria, the wine puppy, who's now going to become a wine, at least teenager or young lady uh, with good health. Thank you so much.